Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes. Others will be longer conversations about what we are going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Accidental Swingers podcast, episode number 49. 49. 49. Inching ever closer to to 50. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Look at us go. I know. So we are really mixing things up um, for this episode. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's kind of a retro because we're going (laughs) back. We're going back old school. Yes, we are. Yes. First, why don't we talk about where we are today? We're not at our normal recording studio. We're at our second home away from home recording studio. Yes, right. Our our home away from home recording studio, which is Caliente. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we right now are in a casita. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went down to breakfast earlier today and while you were still sleeping. Today was a rainy, drizzly, just not a great, you know, not a hanging out by the pool day. We both have work to do, um, so we, we just stayed in the casita and worked. But yes. now it's the, the sun broke through at 4.30. It's around 5 now, and we are we have our beverages. We are yeah. recording our podcast, and then we're going to go and party in the club Yes, we are. shortly. Yes. So this is the first time, though. I do want to talk about it. We've never stayed. They, they said, well, we have you in a two-bedroom casita. Now, we've been in the casitas here before, and the casitas are like little manufactured houses, mm-hmm. I guess you mm-hmm. call them. And it's a little community, and there's a bunch of them. Most of them are privately owned, I think, and they they rent them out. And we tend to end up staying there. And a lot of times there'll be, you know, a bedroom, and they have like a pull-out sofa, or we'll bring an air mattress if all four of us are staying or whatever. And and some of them are actually have like a little bit, maybe a enclosed porch that they mm-hmm. cha- turned into a bedroom or something like that. But this one was actually listed or they said well we put you in a two-bedroom casita and we're like we didn't even know there were two-bedroom casitas so this is the first time in this one and it's it's small because it's the size of a single casita Mm. of a regular one 
but they just chopped off the front like 12 feet of the living room and turned it into a bedroom but added a bathroom yeah it's awesome so it's two bedroom two baths yeah yeah in this little casino we're like this is perfect for four people for Mm -hmm. four of us it's great so yeah, it's really cool. I don't know how many of these we they have. We'll have to ask. Or like, how come, how come we've never seen this one before? Yeah, because I want this one again. Yeah. So it's it's really great. So this is really good for four people. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially having the second bathroom is a huge plus because it's it's tough with four adults in one bathroom, and we've learned how to do it well in these last years. Yes. <laughs> but it sure is nice having. It a, sure is uh, nice having two bathrooms. Yeah, having two bathrooms. But yeah, so we're just here. To be here this time. We were here, oh, we were here a couple weeks ago for Halloween. That was awesome. That was so fun. That was a great party. Yeah. They really, we walked in and it was like, we, because we were there last year and Mm -hmm. we were there the year before last or before COVID, but we didn't come to the Halloween party. We came to the weekend before. Before, yeah. So they had things decorated that time. And then last year when we came for Halloween, they had it decorated, you know, totally done up for, for Halloween. But this year we walked in the door and we could instantly tell that they had really turned it up. Yes. Yeah. Like the, the decorations that they were, that were out even before they make you leave for a few hours and then come back so they can finish the decorations, put out all the food and everything. And they had it the setup they already had before we even left in the afternoon was clearly above and beyond what they had even done last year. Just, you know, it's the little things that people don't even notice, but they had these great drapes hanging and they were kind of crisscrossed and the theme was weddings and funerals. So they had a wedding side, a light side and a dark side. It was so cleverly done. It was a great theme. It was a great way to do it. The costumes were amazing. Uh Lots of play on the, the weddings and the funeral theme. And then lots of just plays on everything else, but it was just great. It was, it was really so good. much fun, and and the parties we always love the parties here, but the Halloween and New Year's in particular, we haven't been to New Year's yet. We will be in a few months. Yes. Yeah, this is our second Halloween, and it's just a, so much fun. Yeah, so and much fun. The food this time, they had. We had eaten. Unfortunately, we tamed, timed it very poorly because... And we knew this was going to happen. I know. And I, you know, and it's not like I don't know I'm not going to do this too, but I I was like, okay, I'm not going to eat. Then I got hungry because I hadn't eaten because we were going to go to a buffet. So I ate something, but I was hungry. So I ate what I wanted to eat to not feel hungry. And then I overate. And then I got there and I couldn't. I was so stuffed. I'm like, I can't. I really cannot even eat much of anything. I had maybe nibbles of six different things i don't even think i had dessert i was so full and then you drink on top of it mm. and it's like well yeah. i had dessert for you yes yeah you had and you also had mm-hmm. dinner for you oh that's what happened we went back to the hotel and we ate snacks at the bar yes. and i ended up over yeah we ordered like quesadilla nachos because we were hungry as shit yeah that was the plan was just get appetizers and we'll mm-hmm. be okay and that backfired but yeah, but they, had, but they had plenty, plenty of food. The layout was so easy. So you never had to wait in line. There was just a ton of places to go get the food the way that they had it set up. There was plenty. There was just, it was great. You never felt like you were going to, they were going to run out of anything. And it was just wonderful. You know, we did go sneak back by there at like 11 or 1130 or something and, and help ourselves to what was still sitting out there. But I think I still, I didn't eat dessert at that point in time. But anyways, it was, it was great. It was an awesome party and awesome people. Packed. 
yeah, packed, it was packed. packed. It was really cool. T.L. Yes. Jenkins was yep. performing, and we love it when he performs. He's so, so amazing. And so it's that, more like a concert it, when yeah. he performs. It's yeah. a concert with a mosh pit. I don't know yeah. if we've explained that before, <laughs> but that's to me what it's like. Because you, you watch him. He's fascinating to watch because he plays drums to – he covers all these songs, and he's playing drums with them, and he sings with them, and the video is going on. And so it's a lot of show, but then you want to dance too. So kind of everybody's still, they're standing at, looking at him, but dancing. It really kind yeah, of it, is it, mosh pity. Yeah. He was, he was on fire. It was just full out, full steam, crazy. Everybody was super high energy. It was great. But the one thing also I wanted to talk about, we had never really done this before. We were very lucky that we live close enough to Caliente that we rarely, if we're not staying here, which we do whenever we can, we just usually go home. Mm-hmm. And so it's not tough for us. It's... 35 40 minutes but this was halloween and we didn't want to have to drive but caliente was sold out it happens for these big events two things like two lessons i learned check when you're really close to the event because a lot of times they do have cancellations we met a couple that were like why did you tell us it's going to be sold out we just walked in and said can we stay longer and they said sure <laughs> like oh i didn't they even think about the fact that yeah. They, yeah you have to cancel i think i think it's here i think it's seven days in advance or you get charged or you can't use it for another time or whatever it is. And somebody told me, call within that window. Call a few days before to see if they have something. So I didn't do that. We forgot. So I'll try that next time. But the other thing we did, so we didn't want to have to drive all the way home. We knew we'd be out late. We didn't want to have to go far. So we kind of pulled up the hotels that are close by. And there's one that is like 15 minutes away. There's actually a couple of them that are 15 minutes away. This was the Spring Hill Suites. And I mention it specifically because it literally is a 15-minute drive. It is not far. It is not a tough drive. And it was a great hotel. Yeah, it really we, was. And you pa- And there's a lot in between. So it's like... There's grocery stores, uh, gas stations, a million restaurants. So there's a ton of stuff to do in between the hotel and Caliente if you wanted to stay off property, but you wanted to be close by. I think it's a great option. We've talked about it before. We've told other people that there are hotels close by, but I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, and they're little suites. Uh, yeah, this one was. Kind of like air quote suites because, I mean, there is a living area, but it's all connected. There's yeah. a kind of a dividing wall. and but So it's it's, it's very nice. And, and um uh, yeah, a refrigerator, microwave. Yeah. And so, yeah. It was great. And the little bar downstairs, mm-hmm. we were very... Surprised. Leery. Yeah. Yeah, so but we, we were... We were surprised at how just one little girl taking care of everybody at the bar, but the food was... You knew she just went back and threw it in the microwave, but it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> or threw it in the toaster oven, but it was good. It was what we needed, mm-hmm. and then we filled up too much and didn't have room for, for snacks. But, but it was really good. So that's another another good hint for folks. If you're coming here and the and the property is full or they don't have something... The hotels that are just put in about a 15-minute, not mile, a 15-minute radius, which is probably a five- or seven-mile radius from Caliente. And there's the hotels, 100 and I don't know. I think ours is a little bit more because it's a suite. But there's there's probably three or four hotels within that radius that are a 15-minute drive. So that was a a good luck. And I wanted to tell everybody about it because it was was fortunate that we did that. So that was good. Yeah. And then what else? Super fast. Yeah, we, we, we've we been busy. Super fast, yeah. yeah. We, we have been busy. And so our, our friends Tamperotic mm-hmm. held another amazing event. This was an overnight meet and greet, and which we were wondering what that really meant. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> we yeah. had a, a meet and greet um, at, at a hotel, and there was a you know like a bar meet and greet, and then a restricted access uh, ballroom dance party. And then everybody stayed there. And mm-hmm. so there were like, what, six floors of this hotel? 
the the hotel itself had I think nine floors. We had three floors, two, three, four, and okay, I thought it was six more than that. or something like that. It was kind of weird the way okay. that it all. Well, the point up. being, there we had restricted floors that you could only get on with your wristband, mm-hmm. and so it was limited to our people. Right. And it was so much fun. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. So it turned out. Yeah. So. Well, first of all, so the night before. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So the night before, there was a uh, like a pre-party meet and greet um, that organized by our friends Dustin and Nikki, who I guess got in contact with Orange County Choppers, and there's a, a restaurant venue, you know, kind of show venue, mm-hmm. museum, a little bit of everything, bar, everything, Orange County Choppers in Clearwater, and organized a pre-party meetup there for our all of our crew, and it was a ton of fun. We got yeah, to, everybody we, that was anybody that was attending the yeah. The, the meet and greet. Yeah, so we got to meet, you know, we, we met several groups mm-hmm. of listeners. It was a lot of fun and, and wonderful people. And it was a great way to kind of, you know, ease into the weekend. And so we got to meet people Friday night and then see them again on Saturday night. And, but, you know, the Saturday night event was was awesome mm-hmm. as temporotic events, you know, they're, they're developing quite a track record right. of, of just putting on great events. The hotel was, was great. Um, it was in the Clearwater, St. Pete area. So convenient for everybody in the Tampa Bay area, um, certainly for us. Very nice hotel, very professionally run as as their events always are. The same, just great people. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to meet kind of the same people, the same core that are these events. And a lot of them are people that we know from elsewhere, but but there's also, we're meeting new people through this group. And so it's it's so much fun. And we hosted a room crawl room. We did. And we honestly were not expecting anybody to show up. Right. The way that they did it, because it was so late at night. Yeah, yeah. So it was at, mid- room, at midnight. Yeah. yeah, normally, you know, at a, at a hotel takeover, the room crawls are like at 8 o'clock at night. Well, the party didn't get started till 7.30. Mm-hmm. So they did the room crawl at midnight. Yeah, and so we're <laughs> and like, we were who's, like, oh who's going to show up at midnight? Everybody's going to be off playing. And... So yeah, we'll, we'll go do it. But, you know, yeah, we'll end up drinking all our drinks. But it was packed. It was packed. Yeah. Yeah. We did a kink theme. We called it the Swink Easy. Mm-hmm. And we did a kink theme, um, Speakeasy. So we had some Speakeasy music playing. And so we had our red lights up and stuff. But it, it everybody just came bombarding in. So we didn't really get to do much on our, on our theme kind of piece to it. But but yeah, we had all of our, our Swinky toys out. Show them and tell and talk about it. And it was really fun. Yeah. Um, we decided that's a good theme. It is a great theme. Yeah. And so we're going to, we'll do that again. Yeah. Some other times, maybe even at some other events. Who mm-hmm. knows? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about what we're talking about this time in mm-hmm. this episode. I said we're going retro. Right. Which actually just means we're going back to what right. we said we would normally do. So we're actually going to pick up a story. This is a story episode. That's right. It's pretty exciting. It was, this was so much fun <laughs> and so hot. So a couple of episodes back, uh, episode 44. I talked about a three-way that I had with the captain and one of the captain's playmates and how that particular play date, I kind of had some struggles. I had some erection issues. I was dealing with a couple of things. One was allergies and I was on, you know, mega doses of allergy medications and a cocktail of allergy medications, which is not a good thing. (laughs) It was a new situation for me. I had talked previously about being in another three-way with a couple who had a dominant and submissive dynamic and I had I was not comfortable with that well this is the same situation with the captain and Eve and we identified her in, in episode 44 so they have a dominant and submissive relationship and I'm you know at the time I'm still a little leery about that but at mm-hmm. the time I certainly was and just kind of wondering how 
that worked and how I fit into that. So, I, you know, that was going on mentally, physical issues going on. I still had an amazing time and I made a great connection with her. And so much so that you and the captain concocted mm. a four-way. Yes, we did. Yeah. And so secret. A, a secret four-way, yes. yeah, a surprise four-way mm-hmm. for me. And so and going back to that time period, you know, we had we hadn't had a four-way in a long time because we were doing a lot of hot wifing. You were dating separately, I was dating separately. We were having, you know, separate play dates and three-way play dates, but we hadn't had a lot of couples that we were playing with at that time. And so it had been a while. And so this was a really refreshing, fun twist on what we were doing at the time and add into the fact that it was a complete surprise to me. I had no idea that you guys were Mm -hmm. concocting this. And we also went to a kink club for the first time, Mm -hmm. which added another layer of (laughs) intrigue and fun all the way around. This was one of my favorite experiences for so many reasons. Chief among them that I really, really had a great relationship with Eve after, you know, spending some time with her at the first, you know, three-way that we had mm-hmm. and getting to know her a little bit and playing with her. But then, you know, then we all four went out to dinner, so I got to know her a little bit more, which was nice. And I, because I really like her and she has become a friend. And so this was a re- one of my highlight experiences yeah. in, in our uh, lifestyle journey. So, you know, so as mentioned, we went to dinner, we all got to chat and hang out, and then we went to the Phoenix Club. Right. Yeah, which is a dungeon in the... It's our local dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the Clearwater, St. Pete area. Mm -hmm. And again, our first time there, we have a lot of raw audio that we're going to play, and which is really fun because it gives a lot of our first impressions yeah. of a kink club <laughs> yes, and demonstrates exactly first. exactly how green we were. Yes, it really does. <laughs> yeah. It really does. So yeah. when you hear us talking, don't be surprised. Be like, what the hell? They don't know what this is because we didn't. We did not at the time. At the time, we were what, a year and a half into our journey at mm-hmm. this point in time. And we don't forget, we were never, ever, ever going to do anything kink ever. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So this was a year and a half in, and uh, we're going to a kink mm-hmm. club, to a, to a dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, our long-term listeners know that when we have this raw audio, it was recorded for us only. And so the quality is not always the best. This raw audio is in two parts because... Mm-hmm. Uh, the first part, you'll clearly it's in our car. You'll hear my turn signal. You, you'll hear road noise. And then we got home and finished the recording in our bedroom. And our voices are low because our, we didn't, you know, our kids. And even It's we, also like 3.30 in the morning, yeah. I realize. Because when you listen to it, you could, I knew we talk about what time we left. I'm like, we're talking. And I'm like, I know how long it takes us to drive. I'm like, oh my God, it must have been like 3.30 or 4 in right. the morning. So I yawned right. through, a, at the very end, I yawned through half of the stuff that mm-hmm. I'm saying. Well, not half, a couple things. I left it in there in case any of you can speak Marina yawn. <laughs> well, I can. Tristan usually will answer the, what I what I said when I'm like, but uh, I left it in there. This is as real and authentic as it gets. You are sitting with us in our bed as we're finishing talking about this, getting ready to fall asleep. Yep, so. yep. And we're eating, I, uh, I don't even know what, but you can, you know. You, I think it was you. Because probably. Yeah, I'm talking, surprise, surprise, so much. <laughs> I don't hear me eating, but I hear you grabbing something out of a bag. and then Something crinkly. 
Yeah, the bag is crinkly, but I don't hear you chewing or munching, so it must have been, uh, who knows No what, clue. But yeah. yeah, no clue <laughs> Yeah, but we were eating and tired, and so... Yeah. But so at the point about this first yeah, experience, the point being that, you know, so that the raw audio is it's so fun to listen to and it's got such great material in it. But, you know, as with most of our raw audio, it's it's, you know, it's raw yeah. audio. Yeah. And so. Yeah. But uh, that's what that's, that's what mm-hmm. we love yeah, to be able that's, to share. So it's, it, that's as authentic and raw as it gets. So when you come into this recording, you if you don't understand what will happen, we kind of start talking about a little bit. Were you surprised? I think mm-hmm. I say something like, yeah. so you were surprised, right? So we needed to tell you guys that, that was the, it was a surprise yeah. four-way because we mentioned that a little bit. Then we start telling the story and then we start talking about going to Phoenix Club because we were talking about it in real time. We just started talking. So for you guys to kind of clear that up a little bit, when we come into it, it's us. I'm saying, so did you even understand? And did you see what was happening or whatever? And then we start talking about the story. Yeah. So he knows about the surprise already at this point in time. We're talking about it. Yeah. So, it had already happened. Yeah, it already happened. So, <laughs> well, let's just listen. And then again, you'll hear it when it changes. It'll just move from, I don't even think we say we pause, but I think you do say let's resume or something like that mm-hmm. when we come back into the bedroom side of it. So it's pretty obvious, but uh, let's give a listen. Absolutely. Okay. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was a nice surprise. <laughs> Thank you. Surprised. I was very surprised. That was. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was awesome. Did you like your head back at home base surprise? Mm-hmm. Your surprise. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was just awesome all the way around. Every every bit of tonight was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, what do you want to talk about? Well, I suppose we can start by when we arrived at the house. Yeah, I did recognize her car. I so, knew you would. Yeah, but I, but I didn't want to say anything because I it, well, I thought well, I mean, maybe she just left it here or whatever. Who knows? You didn't know that I knew. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we pulled in and the car wasn't there. Mm-hmm car was there. And I recognized it from last time. Yeah. And last time I was with I had performance issues because I was on um, medication for uh, allergies and I just like couldn't get it up which really disappointed me. Uh-huh. I really like her. She's very cute, fun, pretty and so I was very pleased when she then walked into the room. Uh-huh. I knew what was up. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. So yeah. that was a nice, very nice surprise for her to be there. So then we went to dinner, and then we went to the Phoenix Club. Yeah. So let's talk about the three hours of sex we just had, basically, yeah. nonstop. Yeah. Well, not even counting the Phoenix Club. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, so. So, well, what was your opinion of the Phoenix Club? So, well, we get to the Phoenix Club, and it's femdominate. Mm-hmm. So the women are dominant, like, no matter what. And they were like... Nope, the women are dominant. Like, you doesn't matter. You can't choose to have him be dominant and all this stuff. So we're like, well, we don't have to stay. We can come another time. And he was okay with it. Mm-hmm. And said, I want to see it. You know, when we were at the house and he told her that that was what night it was. She was like, woohoo. Yeah, so you get in and you walk in and it's kind of like an open waiting room e kind of area or whatever. It's just a big open area and they do all your stuff and they have a couple of little accoutrements for sale, some whips and some things and whatever. And so you come in the, and the one side is the dungeon side. Mm-hmm. I you can't call it a playroom. Yeah. And the other side is the classroom side, but sometimes apparently they have them both going as dungeons. Is what mm-hmm. Then they enter the rest of the system, whatever, and the, and the woman says to me, are you free range or domesticated? And I was like, what? 
I heard her I'm say like, that. A, I'm like, I'm like a chicken. I'm like, what? I could not think of the chicken analogy that that worked with. Like, how are we talking about what kind of chicken I am? So free range or domesticated. So I said, I'm so sorry. I don't know what that means. I've never been here. So she said, the best yeah. way to explain it is if you're domesticated, you, you'll talk to people, but you're not going to play with them. But if you're free range, then you'll talk to people and you'll play with them. Okay. So it's the you know BDSM equivalent of full swap, soft swap, basically. I, so, I mean, yeah. but but not even. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna definitely go domesticated tonight. <laughs> and then she says, "What'd you say, top? Are you a top or a bottom? A top or a bottom? No, she. It wasn't top or bottom. It was top or something else. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay." Yeah, it was top or something else. So I was, I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, are you top or what? And I'm like, what? I said, I'm so sorry. I've never been here before. I don't know what this means. And she's like, well, basically, you know, it's submissive or not or whatever. And I'm like, oh, because it depends on what side you're putting the bracelet on. And so, yeah, whatever side your bracelet is on plus whatever design it is. You know, it's their code. Like, you know, just like right. so your code. Yeah. So then the volunteer dude is gonna go give us the directions, right? The whole instructions of the place. So he's reading it from his paper, you know, from his page. So you go in the room and they have um tables, social area, oh. and they have you know the scene area and all that kind of stuff. They different they call it scenes. It's everything is a scene. So whatever scene you're performing. So they have like a couple crosses in there and like a thing where you're gonna hang somebody you know suspend their arms and um what a, oh and like, the medical accoutrement yeah the shoeshine chair oh yeah the shoeshine <laughs> <laughs> black yeah and then yeah and then medical tables and then and it's kind of like semi roped off and then you have the social area and you can um you know, sit in there and socialize, basically. And you got a little counter with food. Yeah. And drinks and. Yeah, it's kind of like. Yeah, he said everything was free, but then there was signs posted about everything, so I, think, I don't know what was the free part. The water, maybe. Yeah, water, water and coffee. Tea. And tea. Oh, okay. It was tea. It was free. Yeah, so it's femdom night. So there's like one lady who has her man strapped up to the chains, and um, and there's some people sitting around and talking and stuff. And so, anyway, so he's reading the directions. And he gets to the part about the medical equipment and when you're cutting and doing whatever. And I'm sure if we had not been in a dark room, you guys would have all seen like the color, I'm sure, <laughs> drained from my face. And I'm like, uh, what? Like, that is so fucked up. <laughs> it's really how I feel about that. So, yeah, and if there's bleeding you must stop the scene dress the wound and then you can continue and i was like what so it was <laughs> it kind of threw me off anyways he's like all right well that's done okay great so because it was femdom night the other side was closed but they offered to take us in to that that we could go into the other room where they do the teaching kind of the classes and use the equipment in there you know to put on the cross was the idea. Yeah. So that's what we did. So we went in. It's a very bright room, you know, bright lit, 
convert versus the dungeon and all that other kind of stuff. And, and when you say you get on the ground, you're just standing there. They don't, I mean, I guess they you can chain yeah, yeah, they and have, stuff. Yeah, but there are chains and stuff yeah, there. But. Yeah, you just kind of stand there with your arms up, you know, up on the cross and whatnot. And so, um, so yeah, flogged her. So we grabbed a couple chairs and sat like an audience <laughs> and watched. And it was interesting. And it was... I mean, it was interesting to see how she reacted and how she liked it, you know, how, how she was responding to it. Um, it was, so it was more about her reaction for me. It was more about her reaction versus that having that done or thinking about it, you know, was, would turn me on, you know, thinking about or being that or being flogged would turn me on. So, but that was just kind of, so it was more like her reaction and how much she was enjoying it was, you know, part of the turn on. So then, um, finishes with her and he turns and looks at me and points at me and I'm like thinking, you're going to have me flog her? Cause I don't, you know, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you want me for what? And he's like, you're going to get up here. Cause we had, he had said before, like, you know, you don't have to be flogged. And I don't, I, I think I said something like good, <laughs> you know? So I said, sure. What the fuck? What the fuck? Actually, I think I said when in Rome. <laughs> so I got naked. And the big bright room with the dungeon master there. Yeah, the dungeon master guy had to you know, he had to sit and watch, make sure we weren't going to get too yeah. rough with each other. Yeah. And he, oh, and you can't have sex. Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to have any. And you're allowed to touch anything. Yeah. Really. Yeah, there's no penetration, no oral, right. nothing. You, yeah, there's right. no sex. Right. So as he's doing that to her and he did something and like ran his hand down her side or whatever or oh along her butt i'm thinking man slide that finger right in there that's what i would want and so when he didn't i'm like oh, yeah, you can't do that anyway so back to the story it was so then he said do you want to you know get on the cross and i said okay so i took off all my clothes and i stood at the cross and he flogged me with different things and um yeah some of them felt better than others I definitely love the touch, the touch more than the smack. So that to me is much more exciting, different ways that you're touched. I mean, like the, the spaghetti strapping ones are good at that four inch one. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like being slapped with that, but the, the cattail ones or whatever, yeah. I like, I like that, you know, the way that it feels and stuff. And then I like the way he switches it up and uses soft and then hard or whatever so I really that's what I I like more but I like more of even like the, when you're hit with the, the cattail thing the piece that I like is then the softer piece of whatever is, touches you afterwards it totally changes right, you know, right. where the slap and then the drag yeah yeah well the, yeah I, get, I mean it's just it. you're in this I'm gonna get slap mode and then you get these touches and so I just I like that a lot but it's still, it's not that it's, um, yeah, it, I mean, it, I would like to learn more about it. So anyways, so yeah, so we'll keep talking. So speaking of that, so, so it was nice. And then when you guys put me over the bench to oil me down, um, that's, I probably moaned and groaned a lot more on that because that's what I love. I love that type of touch and, you know, and it was very nice. Uh, you know, six hands, six yeah. hand massage. Yeah. It was a nice surprise. I feel like I was very spoiled this evening. But, um, so then we got dressed and we went to the dungeon side. So the dungeon side was the, you know, femdom thing going on. And, and we went back and that same older couple were still there. 
And then there was another couple that was doing some, I think, one or two couples doing other things. Yeah, at first when it was we just one other, and then, yeah, then another joined. So then we went and sat at a table, and another scene started up, or whatever. So, um, he says, are either one of you gonna strap us up on a, you know, are you gonna take advantage of this or whatever? What, do you remember what he said? Something like that, or, yeah, are either one of you gonna put us up there and, and smack us or something? Yeah. And he's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. <laughs> I said, you'll do it to him. So he said, I'll do it. And I said, okay. So... And then um, he said, I'm only going to strip from the waist up. Yeah. He said, I'm going to, because, you know, whatever. I think he said, then he said, oh, because, uh, you know, I don't want to happen, what happened to you or whatever. And I went, I got up and I went around him and I whispered in his ear and I said something like, no, if you're going to do this, you're going to take it all off. And he said, okay. And I said, okay. So that was kind of fun that he agreed to do that. So that was my little foray into, you know, being dominant with him since I was getting ready to smack him. <laughs> so yeah, so we get up there, he enrolls all his stuff, all his tools, you know, his, his accoutrements, floggers and cattails and all his stuff and rolled it out on the table. And so he went and stood on the cross thing and I'm like, all right, what do I do now? <laughs> and he's like, grab one and whatever. So, yeah, so he had to kind of walk me through a little, a little bit, which is challenging when you're on, on the cross yourself, you know, and, but it was, so it was, it was different. It was interesting and I'm not, I couldn't do it at all. So, um, you know, if he, if that's a pleasure thing for him, he wasn't getting any pleasures. I mean, it was, he was more trying to teach me how to do it and I wasn't, I was nervous to, you know, smack hard and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so it was interesting, but you hadn't spoken up, so I thought you didn't want to do it. Oh no, fuck no! I was like, when is when is she gonna be done with him? Well, yeah, well when he said, <laughs> and I know, hope she doesn't wear herself out. Because, <laughs> yeah, so, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you like, hadn't said anything, so I thought, you know, you weren't interested in trying. Oh no, no, I totally wanted to do it. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> so yeah, so accidentally, I was like, you know. Well, no, I said. Why are you putting all the tools away? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, duh, my turn. Yeah. So, you got up there. Uh-huh. And so, I yeah, took off all my clothes. And, yeah. And, you know, people sitting around chatting, and, which is no big deal for me now, obviously, because um, we, do, we take off all our clothes all the time yeah. in front of other people. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, uh, so, yeah, I got up there and started I, I thought you did it of course I don't know any differently but oh good yeah I, I I was impressed so I thought you did a good job well thank you yeah yeah so I tried different things with you and different stuff and then he handed me like because the other ones were not out anywhere so he, they were just back that's where they were and the rollers and stuff like that so oh um, yeah I like that yeah right, right. yeah so um, yeah so he was kind of taught you know then he could yeah, and that was great because yeah, he, he could teach you. Yeah, yeah, and so he's you know I guess you know yeah, you know, so hitting, yeah. The, hitting the same place over and over again or something like that. That's okay. yeah, no, 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 around. Yeah. Yep. So that was kind of cool. So we did that for a while. Mm-hmm. And, I uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah. And I did like the impact, of both the impact and the you know the, the touch, the touch. Mm-hmm. And I liked it all. Yeah. 
and I liked the then the mental piece of that it was you doing it to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting hard right now. <laughs> well, we should back up really fast and talk about the fact that when she said, you know, you guys going to do this, and like, no, and I'm like, I would, but she eventually said, he said, this is your only chance you're ever going to get to do this. And so she said, you know, she eventually, she said, okay. So we get up there, he gets dressed and everything, I mean, undressed and gets ready and we both pick up a thing the, the skinny spaghetti strap one and whatever he calls it and um and she took like two whacks at him and she said I can't do this yep. and put it down and walked off yep and she left and she said she said I can't I can't be she said I can't be in this area yeah it was crazy yeah it was really bizarre yeah so so she left and we carried on with the whole thing and so then we're done oh he went to go get the leather cuffs for you. But, uh, but yeah, so he kept coming out to try and put the shackle things on you. So he, he was coming into the kitchen. You're like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So you went off and went to the bathroom. And he was like, oh, all right. So then I had to stop and go to the bathroom. And you went to the bedroom. He was waiting to do it then. You know, hand him to us to do it then. But I went, stopped and went to the bathroom. So you guys, you know, finished up. And, or start got started. And so, um, <laughs> the whole time he kept carrying those things around, wanting, wanting them to, you know, be put on you. Um, yeah, so you guys started. And, um, and then he's hands, you know, showed, picks up the cuffs, and I'm like, yeah, you were busy with her. So that's why then he, like, threw one at her. And gotcha. She's like, oh, okay. So, yeah, so we flipped you over, we put you in ankle and wrist mm-hmm. cuffs and then chain and change you to the bed four point chaining S- yep and then we got to decide basically how spread you were how much movement you had mm-hmm. um oh blindfold yeah, and blindfold. you were like i want to see it i'm like too bad <laughs> so you're put, I'm putting on the blindfold <laughs> so we put on the blindfold and then she proceeded you want to tell this part of the story no, you tell because I have. Oh, you're blindfolded. Yeah, yeah. I could so, tell. So, well, oh, who was doing what? Well, yeah. she was on one side, I was on the other. So we both started licking your nipples, and she was kind of watching me to see what I was going to uh-huh. do. I thought that was interesting. So I started sucking your nipples. So she stuck yours, and then <laughs> said, "Oh no, I went down on your cock first. Yeah, so I went down on you first and started sucking your cock, and she started like playing with your balls, and then I stopped and went to suck on your nipples a little bit more because she wasn't sucking on your nipples." And so she started sucking your... Oh, and he... That's when he told her to suck that, you know, suck his cock or whatever. So she started sucking your cock. And I was licking your nipples and kissed you a couple times and, um, you know, just touching you. And then I realized he really would like to see this. Yeah. He would love to see this woman giving him head. So out of the kindness of my heart, I took off your blindfold so that you could see her giving you head. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. (laughs) So... There you go. Thank you. Um, so she started, yeah, so she was giving you head, and I was still sucking your nipples and kissing on you, and then you said something about getting on. Yeah, one, oh, because you were, you were getting ready to come. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and you were like, oh, stop, 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 stop. And you're going to make me come. And so, yeah, and I said, no, you don't want to come. <laughs> he said, one of y'all needs to start riding him, and the other one needs to sit on his face or something. Like yeah, that. and I'm like, I can't sit on his face because... Right, you know, whatever. 
my thing. And so I was like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know. And she was picking the position or whatever. And so he just grabbed me and said, let's get on the swing. And I said, okay. So we kept ourselves entertained on the swing while you two mm-hmm. fucked, sucked, and yeah. everything else over yeah. there on the bed. Yeah, we fucked for a long time. I did well. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you sounded, uh, yeah. I heard her Spanish come out, actually. It's funny that <laughs> did. All right, so I'm, let's pause. Okay. And then we've got to sneak into the house. So we're resuming. So I was tied to the bed. Mm-hmm. Four point chain down. And you had gone over to the swing with and she was deciding which direction that she was going to face mm-hmm. as she rode me. Mm-hmm. She chose reverse cowgirl which was nice. And she basically just fucked me for a long time. She did. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. impressed. I'm like, I don't think I can stay up there that long. I get bored. Yeah. She Close was face all away. <laughs> yeah. Well, she seemed to be liking it. And then I said something about her ass and told her to undo, to uncuff one or yeah, to uncuff oh, one, yeah. one hand. And, um, so that so actually he just reached over. Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah, yeah, hand. Yeah. yeah. And then she uncuffed the other one so uh-huh. that I could like, grab her ass mm-hmm. and squeeze her ass. And then she uncuffed my legs, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I flipped over, flipped her over, and fucked her missionary for a long time. And, I mean, it was like over half an hour. It was like you know, 30, 40 minutes, I think. But, you know, it was a long time. Uh-huh. So I don't know if it was the pot that helped. I only had one hit, but... I had a big hit. And, yeah. and I was loopy there for a little while. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure. But, you know, I and it felt really good. I mean, because you, when you put the condom on, you lubed the inside. Mm-hmm. That's what you told me, though. Yeah. But I always forget to do that. Mm. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, so I fucked her really well. <clears throat> I went down on her a couple times and in between. And then I came. There was one time, it's so funny, I heard her. You were down on her, just for future reference. And she was like, all like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then I think you stopped and started to fuck her instead. Oh, really? Uh-huh. No, that was bad. <laughs> I think. But I can't. I couldn't really see. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. There's just one of those things. Mm. Like, yeah, that was definitely known that if she would have come because that wasn't a good move if I did that. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So just a heads up, yeah, maybe be paying, listening or something. I don't know, but yeah, but or maybe what happened? I was otherwise indisposed mm-hmm. quite a bit. Like I had nonstop orgasms for like that entire hour that you guys were having sex, mm-hmm. and then did it again. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He was fucking fucking me good it was good mm-hmm. yeah it was good and then he used, was using the vibrator on my clip while he was fucking me and I was coming like crazy and I had a couple of those total body tingles all over like I I leave I'm not there like I was in the woods or something somewhere like I mean I was like I thought I was in a dream and then woke up and yeah, oh, I wow. was. it was out it was it was yeah that's how intense those can be and with him it's happened before Mm. at one time a couple times ago it hasn't happened the last couple times but it's that combination of a vibrator of a clip and being fucked and of course aroused beyond Mm -hmm. you know insanity but yeah it was like whoa but I couldn't even talk like I couldn't even talk I mean I was like I I don't want to have to use air to make words (laughs) mm-hmm It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. And she, I heard her over there, she really quite enjoyed you. It seemed like it. Yes. Well, even said something about it. 
and he was watching you guys in the mirror. I can see it. A couple of times, I noticed that she was she would just like convulse, basically. Yeah, it was really it was pretty cool. From coming, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah like her whole body was shaking, and her eyes were rolled back, and it looked like she was having a seizure. Yeah, that's what my that's what my whole body goes. Yeah, it was good. We fit well together, and we had a good chemistry. We did before, but I just couldn't get hard before because I was uh-huh. on medication. But um, and I really liked her when I met her before. I liked the way she kisses. So yeah, so I fucked her again, and mm-hmm. you guys were just going and going and yeah. So yeah, I mean, we basically we started at ten thirty. Was it eleven thirty? Oh, was. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We left Phoenix at ten thirty. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's right. Eleven thirty. And we finished at basically two thirty. Yeah. Or two fifteen, whatever. Yeah. So, um, so you know, he's like, "All right, let the ladies take a break." And so we all kind of piled onto his bed, and I couldn't tell if he was making sure I sat next to her or whatever. Or again, so not used to having to make always make the first move, and I realized that she's not going to do anything because mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, oh man, but I'll know if she's interested or whatever. And I'm really not. It's just, it's more of a, you know, I just know the piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, it's more sensual contact is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. I mean, yeah, it was nice. It was good. Yeah. So anyway, so she, she and I were in the middle and we were all just talking and chit chatting. And so I kind of had my arm on her. My leg was kind of on her a little bit. And you guys were like spoony kind of position or whatever. And then started he had been like rubbing my legs or whatever and then he started messing with my pussy and so of course he stuck his finger in there and I came and so then he decided to work on me on the bed so that made me like drape my leg over and whatever and then he worked me for quite a while and then he said something to her or I reached she sat up or I reached around and I caressed her arm and then caressed her breast and then so she yeah, she was touching your nipple. Yeah, and then, and I get, I don't know if he said something to her or not or something. I said. Oh, okay. I said, you can suck her nipple if you want. And she said, okay. Oh, okay, so yeah. She started I'm sucking like, your nipple. Yeah, I'm like, there's no way she did that on her own. Yeah. No, I told her that she could. Yeah. yeah. So then when she started doing that, I reached over and I was rubbing her nipple and something like that. But, um, and then she was still messing with me. And then, yeah, and she was just stuck at my nipple. And I think you started messing with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was messing with me. Does she orgasm like me? Does she squirt? Not like you, no. Oh, okay. But when she rolled off, I mean, the pad was soaked. Uh-huh. Not like yours, but, you know, but it was wet. All right. Soaked all that pad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then you got up to the bathroom, and he was still playing with me. And she kind of got up to maneuver herself to be able to face me and was, like, rubbing my boobs or whatever. So, of course, that's when the natural time to stop and kiss is. So, we start kissing. And um, she is a very good kisser. She she uses all her stuff the whole time. Her lip stuff, that's why. Because she carries it with her. Because her wallet and her lip stuff. And she's constantly putting on her oh, stuff. I can yeah. Very soft lips. She's mm-hmm. a good kisser. Mm-hmm. So, we were making out. And thought you would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I knew you would appreciate it coming back from the bathroom yeah, to see yeah. us making out. So that's why I, 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 I held it prolonged a little bit because you yeah. would, you didn't come back right away. I know, and I kind of, well, because I was giving you time. Oh, you wasted, you could have walked right back in. Uh, yeah. Silly boy. Yeah, well. Yeah. We were trying not to end it because we've been kissing so much. Mm. So, um, yeah, so we kissed and stuff. And then you came back and we continued to play some more and then got hard so he was ready to fuck again so he started to fuck me then you started to fuck 
So we were both next to each other. And um, I guess her foot was hitting So he's like, do you want to go back to the swing? And I said, sure, if you want to. And he said, I want to. And I said, great. Mm. He fucks me awesome in that swing. Plus, the fact that he really can get a good angle with it. And what he does is he leans back. If you watch him sometime, watch what he does. He, he pushes me forward. So he's... So I'm kind of up in the air coming down at him mm-hmm. and he's holding on and leaning back. Have you ever noticed he's got a lot of muscle yeah. in the yeah, upper body? So he's like leaning back and like fucking me that way. But like ever so slightly, not like obvious, but it's enough where you can see, you can feel it. that he pushed me back, but then he's still pulling me into him also. And then the way he does it, he's got such a rhythm and he knows what he's doing that he can, his dick comes completely out. Yeah, right I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, don't move. I don't want to move. I yeah, don't want to move because yeah. we're going to hurt both of us. But if you just relax, it's, it's a really kick-ass move. So we fucked more on the swing while you guys fucked in the bed. Sounded like you guys were having a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I really couldn't see anything because the straps were all in right. the way. And, but he was watching you a lot. Yeah. And so, and actually, he wanted to watch you guys and... I just naturally look at him, especially because in the swing, I can just focus on him. And I knew he wanted to look, but didn't want to feel bad not looking at me. So I kind of closed my eyes and looked the other way. I was having huge orgasms, so it wasn't, wasn't too challenging, mm-hmm. especially earlier on. So he was watching you guys and uh, very much enjoyed the show, it looked like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was good. Good. I'm so glad. Yeah. 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 So A+. Plus. <laughs> that was a good night. So it was really super funny when we were driving down there and you were like, you know what? I have no expectations. I don't even know where we're going to dinner. And I'm like, not only that, you don't know who's going to be there, what we have planned for. Right. You. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. expectations. Yeah. So that worked out well. That worked out fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I got flogged and then I got yeah. tied down and serviced yeah. by two women. Ridden. Yeah. Pretty good. Yep. Well, good night. Um, so the whole evening for me, you know, was interesting for the Phoenix Club. I would go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, and if it's cheap, I mean, yeah, it's well, now we paid. We have an annual membership, right. so it's only ten dollars a piece. Right. So just yeah. to go in, and I mean, I wouldn't mind going sometime to see on a busier night, not on a femdom night, to see what that's like. You know, I don't know. It's interesting. I would definitely look and see what kind of classes they mm-hmm. have and all that kind of stuff. Because yeah, yeah it, it does look interesting. Again, some of it. The medical stuff, like what, or were the cutting and the whatevering, and I forget there was something else. He said cutting and yeah, I don't remember. I don't know, but it was like oh yeah, that there's a, there's a lot of different uh, yeah, it's it's different, and um, I don't get it. I'm not wired that way, but it was interesting. Like I said, it was interesting, and I'd like to learn more about it. <laughs> and I told him I wanted to learn more about flogging. Let's see what it's like. To be the flogger. To be the flogger. Yeah. yeah, and I don't I don't mind being flogged either. I told him that I felt like I do better when I'm laying down or where my body can be relaxed. Mm-hmm. Laying down or on the table, on his massage table. That wouldn't, you know, bother me at all. And then kind of liking the feel of it and seeing what I liked and that kind of stuff. The slapping versus the touching and mm-hmm. things like that. So I like the touching more. I mean, it's just... Learning, being touched and having all that stuff done for the sensory piece of it more than for the slapping around piece mm. would be more interesting to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's time for us to go to bed. Yeah. You can practice on me, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, I'm fully aware <laughs> that I'm going to be able to do any of that that I want to to you. I know. I don't know that I want to. Of course you do. No, and you don't get to tell me whether I do or not. So there you go. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is your prerogative. That's right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Fun night. That was an awesome night. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. All right. All good. So, <laughs> how was that? <laughs> that was one of my best experiences ever. Boy, you could tell we were tired. And we did talk about the fact that we were having to sneak into the house. That's true, yeah. <laughs> whatever well, time in the morning yeah, it was. It was three-something in the morning. Yeah. But, you know, our kids are often awake and playing yeah, video games are, at three-something in the morning. Yes. You know, even then, a couple years ago, they yes, were. Yes, teenage boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that was so fun. It was amazing. It was a fucking hot night. It was really super hot sex. Yeah. So I forgot. So what we did, so when, so the captain and I had concocted this and Eve had agreed because she had met you. So we, we knew we were going to have, he and I, captain and I had made the four way date. So you didn't know, you thought it was going to be a three way. Mm -hmm. So we had the four way. So when we got there and you talk about seeing her car and so. Um, but I still didn't say anything, so she was there when when we got in the door. Yeah, but, so it's well, well, actually, she was in the bedroom. Oh, that's right. And we, the, so the three of us, you know, you and and the captain and I were talking, and she came out of the bedroom. Yeah. And I and my my, my eyes lit up, <laughs> and I immediately went and started kissing her because I love the way she kisses. And yeah. So and it, yeah, it was that was awesome. Yeah, it was a great surprise. Right, because she didn't. You still weren't even sure she was there. Right. That she I, yeah, I thought maybe she, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah, so that was super fun that we were able to to surprise you like that. And then we had concocted the plan that we were going to tie you up mm-hmm. and restrain you, and that was your back at home base. And when we when it starts, and I said, "Did you like your back at home base surprise?" That's what that was. That was yeah. the the decision to tie you up. We actually shackled you. Yeah. No, there were leather cuffs yeah. on my, each ankle and each wrist mm-hmm. and chains literal yeah. chains yeah. change you do the bed yeah i could not move <laughs> Spread eagle. yep yeah that, i that's that the first awesome. time that had ever happened to me mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was yeah. fun oh yeah it was yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was good mm-hmm. it was really good yes it was yeah well, we talked all about it. Uh-huh. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it, it right now. It was a very sexy night for all involved. It's been very fun to relive. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've yeah, actually relived that to... moment over and over again in my mind, and so to actually talk about it is is really amazing. So if you can visualize, too, because we talk about it a little bit. So the captain, I think we've talked about it before, but he, he built this swing. Mm-hmm. and um, Yeah, we've talked about that. Okay, I thought we had. Yeah. So, But it's right next to his bed. Yes. So you're right there. So I'm in the swing and he's fucking me in the swing, but you are literally three inches from the side of the bed. Yeah. So it's almost like you're all together. So when I was saying he was watching you and we could watch you or you could watch us, you can really see everything. Yeah. You're right oh, with yeah. each other. It's, and he's got it's mirrors. Exactly. Yeah. And he's got mirrors placed so that everywhere. everybody everybody can watch everything from yeah. Shocking. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Did he stalk this through? <laughs> yes, yeah, that there are mirrors on every available wall surface uh-huh. and ceiling surface. Actually, yep. I don't think he has any ceiling. He may. I don't know. No, he doesn't, but definitely a lot of mirrors. But yeah, so that was super, super fun, super hot. Yeah, I was um, obviously very excited, too. It was a very good evening. Yeah, it was an amazing evening. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had the privilege of being with her many times since. You know, still, I just, I love playing with her. Yeah. 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 So that was awesome. That mm-hmm. was hot. And I'm so glad we got to do that. That was a fun, a fun thing to yeah. surprise you with. But I do want to talk really fast, though. We talked about how green we uh-huh. were going to the Phoenix Club. <laughs> yeah. 
I have to tell you guys, you listeners, when we first started listening to this raw audio, I said to Tristan, oh my God, we look how far we've come. And this is why we played this in this entirety, even with the Phoenix Club stuff that talked about the Phoenix Club, because isn't this isn't necessarily a quote unquote kink episode, but we wanted to hear you. We wanted you guys to hear brand new swingers, year and a half into our journey going to a kink club for the very first time and not even knowing what some of those things were called, like the flogger thingy with the strappies on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I'm surprised I even knew the word flogger at that point in time. I'm sure the captain had told me, but all the other things like, you know, um, we were newbies. Now we had, you know, had the measured introduction into this from the captain. And so we were familiar with some of the tools and some of the techniques and, but the club itself was so foreign to us because mm-hmm. it was so. Now we've been to sex clubs, but a, a BDSM dungeon is not a sex club, right. and so you, you know, like, well, you can't even have sex. Most of them, yeah, cannot. most of them you cannot. So there, it's very different protocols, very different cultures, incredibly different cultures. Mm-hmm. So you know, we were really out of our element yes. there, which makes it more fun. You know, to <laughs> it makes it more fun to go back and listen, and listen to, to that it now for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it, that's why we we left all of that in there. Really important, not not from the sexy side of it, but for you to hear us talking about it. So the couple things that I wanted to particularly highlight is that in our particular at the Phoenix Club, they you hear us talking about kind of the dungeon side and the classroom side. So I just kind of want to paint a very quick picture. So they have a large, and, and this is in an industrial warehouse, so the ceilings are very, very high. It's very open space. And the, they have the classroom side, it's very lit. There's lots of light and things like that. But the dungeon side is very dark and the music's headbanging, loud music and things like that. So there were the two different sides. And because it was femdom night, which is where the female is dominant, so she's the femdom, on those nights, the males are not allowed to be dominant mm-hmm. at all. And we weren't really expecting that. And the captain's a dominant and he's dominant with Eve and he was we were going to have a first experience at the club to see what it was like and whatever. So that's why they put us in the classroom side because he was not allowed to be dominant with us in the dungeon mm-hmm. side because it's femdom, right. right? So that was kind of weird. But they were lovely. They were very accommodating. Yes, yeah. because they did not have to. And if they did yeah. not have an extra volunteer, because they have to have the rooms are monitored at all times. Mm-hmm. And so, which is another good sign of a good club. Yes. There should always be a dungeon monitor, not you or your friend in the room with you um but they uh yeah they had an extra person and he said no problem i'll come in there and you guys you want to be for like an hour and we're like yeah that'd be great and so it was wonderful Mm -hmm. that they let us do that and the thing that was even better because it was just the four of us and him Mm -hmm. that i got to get naked and try this in front of not a whole bunch of people and it was so much more comfortable to be vulnerable and expose yourself for me in that particular scenario then we went to the into the dungeon room the next on the next wall, the next side over, where you guys got to be naked because mm-hmm. it was femdom night. But I was so comfortable by that yeah, point yeah. in time. It, it was really fast how how nice and comfortable it made. But I want to kind of explain that a little bit as to why there were the two different things and the reason why, because of it being femdom right. night. And they take that very seriously. Well, and also the BDSM community is very um, education forward. Mm-hmm. Which, which I love. It's one of the things that I love about, you know, that community and that culture. And so when we say classroom site, so it is a classroom and they, they hold classes there. Right. And on all the, you know, these various techniques and various kinks and sub kinks. And I find that very, very cool about 
the community. Right. And they, yeah, we've, we've taken rope classes, mm-hmm. whip classes, yep. general orientation classes. They do a general orientation. Matter of fact, you could hear us talking about the orientation when he was giving <laughs> us the class and they walked through in the medical equipment area to where I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Again, I'm all still, of this. Yeah. now I have seen stuff that I never, I can't unsee. And uh, right. I thought that was bad. <clears throat> that was just an empty medical station area, PlayStation. But I was like, oh my God, if there's blood, first you clean it up, then you kill back to it. I was like, what? Now we, we don't yuck anybody's yum, not, but uh, I, I got to say, you know, any of the medical play is not my thing not or my needle thing. play or mm. pierce. Yeah. yeah. Not my thing either. But I can see, and it, you know, I can see now being around a lot of people that, that those are kinks for them. Mm-hmm. I can see, you know, where that is. Yeah. But we do th- was, I'm sure we do things that uh, other people are like, what do. the fuck? <laughs> you know, we do. Well, our lifestyle is right. things well, like yes. people are like, what <laughs> exactly. the fuck? Not even the, the kinky side. But it was so fun. And it was just, uh, it was so great to have that audio so that you guys could hear <laughs> how green and how much we did not know and yeah. how just out of the box it was for us. It was just so crazy. It was great. I really enjoy our our little kink club. We've been we've had the pleasure to be to a couple of kink clubs throughout the country, and kink events. And the Phoenix Club does it right. We, oh, absolutely. We learned, and we have the Sarasota Dark Temple here mm-hmm. in Sarasota as well, further south from us. Look different, totally different vibe. Yeah. Um, smaller, but again, just really great experiences and, and good places. people oh yeah so, it's so just, dark just temple. If, you, if you're in that area look her up that mm-hmm. they're great their place is great very education for same type of thing you have to be vetted almost to kind of go you have to go through, sit through the orientation they have to get to know you and i love that yes i will sit through any orientation you want me to if you're making sure we're all okay and we're all on the same page and we all understand the rules i really like that so that's why i would tell people if, you know a good a sign of a good dungeon is a dungeon that has those things in place. Yeah. You can't play until you've had ori- an orientation. You can't scene there. It's not even playing. It's scening and understanding and things. Oh, that was the other thing to our this dungeon, the Phoenix Club, is definitely not sex positive. That's how they kind of, the terminology for the different dungeons, they mm-hmm. call it sex positive or not sex positive. So it's sex positive, you can have sex in the dungeon. Um, it doesn't. Everybody's sex positive, right? <laughs> but, you know, so it's kind of counterintuitive. The way they use yeah. that term, but yeah, yeah. so it's a sex, po- and that was the. I don't know if it's changed, but the Kingsters told us that. So most dungeons are not sex positive because that's not the point of the scene. That's you do that on your own time. Yeah, the so. point of the scene is often the power exchange right. or some other aspect. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so that was us at our at our <laughs> first time <laughs> at a kink at a dungeon. Oh, golly. Look where we've come now, babe. Mm-hmm. Three years later. Yes. <laughs> Two and a half years later. Wow. Yeah. So that was our last, Actually, uh, our next story episode. Yeah. That's, yeah. That was like, well, I don't know, that was a long time yeah, ago. Three years, yeah, four years. Yeah. Ago. It was fun. It was hot to share. Uh, yeah. I've been wanting to talk about that. I have, yeah. a cu- I have a couple of large pieces of raw audio that I just love that I can't wait to turn into a podcast and this was one of them i have two more in mind (laughs) specifically Uh that i can't wait to get out there but they will come in time well so speaking of which we have a big milestone coming up our next episode that is true it's episode 50 Mm. so we decided we're gonna do something different we're gonna we're gonna live stream episode 50 yes we are (laughs) yes we are and we're looking at each other right now going holy shit (laughs) all right we're saying it on the air so we're gonna live stream episode 50 right now the tentative date for that is going to be december 13th and so you can check our social media or check our website and we will definitely 
um, keep announcements coming as to when that will actually be. But that's what it's looking like. It'll be like Wednesday the 13th, probably at like 8 o'clock or so Eastern. Mm-hmm. And 2023. 2023. Yes, thank you. I forgot that sometimes people listen to this I, later you know what, down I, the road. I went back and listened to an episode the other day, and it was during COVID. Uh-huh. And, you You're know, we're like, talking. Yeah. It's, Oops. <laughs> Well, people can go back and They'll see figure when it, it was out. released. Yeah, yeah. we got we, t- we did talk about getting better about that though, yes. and realizing that. Don't forget when we first started this podcast, we didn't think anybody was going to ever That's listen. True. We never even thought we'd get to fifty episodes. We were going to be like, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> we'll be lucky to hit ten, which we were. Now we're yeah. really lucky to hit fifty. <laughs> But we're going to live stream it. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be really fun. So what that is going to entail, we're really not sure, except for the fact that we will be live in front of you. We will record the episode. So the recording will actually go out as the episode probably a few days later. But the the whole recording of the episode will be live. And then eventually we're going to do these. The idea is to do to sprinkle these in as well. And then we'll be able to even um, I envision an amazing like chat and people are able to ask us questions inside the chat. So I'm hoping maybe we can even try that for this one. But yeah, so that's going to be our celebration for our 50th episode. We're going to do a live episode. (laughs) (laughs) Wish us luck. (laughs) Yeah, wish us luck. And it may be the only live episode that we ever do. (laughs) So but if I, we don't come back for a second one, you know, go, know. go look that one up. <laughs> Unless it's been expunged from the record altogether. Yes. There's only audio. Yes. <laughs> yes, if we wipe any video evidence. Uh-huh. No, listen, if we can show the video, was it from episode 46 where you look like a drowned rat? Yeah, because I was caught in a rainstorm. Because you were caught yes. in a rainstorm and no one, and none uh-huh. of us said, gee, Tristan, Maybe comb you your should hair, comb your hair. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, babe. I still feel badly because yeah, I never right. would have let that video go if it were me. I'm too vain. So thank you for for. Not as I said, I subordinated my vanity uh, to the, to the cause because that was an important message we had on that so, episode. Yes, it was. But that'll be that'll be live streamed. So we're yeah. really looking forward to that. So that's going to be December again. Uh, Tentatively December 13th, so we'll see what happens 2023, and then two weeks later we'll be right back here for New Year's Eve at Caliente. Yes. I have we- a super sexy dress. Just let you know. Okay. All right. (laughs) So, Uh in in, I guess in the theme of dress up, so this is good. So the theme of this episode was my surprise and my surprise (laughs) four way, and so Marina does from time to time surprise me with what Mm -hmm. she's wearing, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Whether it's I I try to surprise you often. You just have this uncanny knack of walking in the door the instant I'm trying something on to see whether or not I'm going to secretly wear it, like the things I've bought. And I'm like, mm, is this going to look good today? And I'm trying it on and you walk in. Like, well, guess work. what, babe? I have a pretty consistent schedule. I mean, I know, it's just, I know, but and it's, I, and I text you, know, you when I leave my office that. and so you know, you know what I'm going to feel. Know. It's weird times. It'll be weird things. Like you're all, I don't even know what out mowing the lawn. And I'm like, Oh, I'll go try this on. And you walk in the door because you didn't, <laughs> you forgot something. I'm like, well, this was what I was going to be wearing, but that is, it's no. true that has happened it does a lot actually <laughs> but yes i do have i do have well very, i can't I wait a sexy dress yeah for that so that's i think everybody's gonna have to um look us up on instagram yeah, yeah. to see our that halloween pictures are there that's right yeah yeah we yeah, got yeah. hit by cars on the way to our halloween <laughs> to our wedding that those, was our wedding those were our costumes yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got hit by cars one of these days i'll tell the story about how we made the costumes and how fun shit, that yeah. was yeah but yeah. um but yeah so that'll be for new year's eve we'll be back at caliente for new year's eve and then also 
I really want to start talking about this now. I think we've maybe talked about it once other, maybe not even. Caliente has invited us back to do another Facebook fan page and Accidental Swingers weekend. And it's going to be March 1st and 2nd of 2024. We would love for you to be here, to meet with us, to be here with us, to party with us, to experience this place with us. We are so excited and we are so honored and just thrilled to be able to do this again. The last time we did it, they said, hey, you want to do this? It was like a six-week notice. We did mm-hmm. not have a lot of time. We had so much fun and, and enjoyed it so much that they said, do you guys want to do that again? And we were like, hell, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we set up for March. So now we can tell everybody about it. So if you're looking for something to do the first weekend of March, March 1st and 2nd, we will actually be here on Leap Day. Because the 29th uh-huh. is right. Leap Day, yes. and it's February, and we're going to stay. We're going to be here Thursday through Sunday. If you are one of our listeners, and you reach out, and you let us know that you're going to be here, we're going to be doing something a little special for our listeners who let us know that you're going to be here. So that's the key. Yes. You have to let us know that you're going to be here. We will start a list, and we will have a little something for you. So I will and, start a spreadsheet. Yes, you will. <laughs> Yes, which will just have names. So basically, it's a list. But other well, than that, it's a spreadsheet. <laughs> and um... no, there's other information in my spreadsheets. I have screen names. I have yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. And and other things. Okay. So, well, good. Yeah. That'd be great. You're yeah. the official spreadsheet keeper then. I have always been. Good deal. So if you want to come to Caliente and join us for there was a for a, uh, yeah. quite a, quite a pregnant pause there. <laughs> well, you want to come at Caliente? You want to come? <laughs> To Caliente, if you want to come around Caliente. <laughs> Sorry, Caliente. But you know, you know what happens. All of the we above. all have sex. We all have sex. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so that's going to be March 1st and 2nd. Like I said, we're going to be here Thursday through Sunday, and we are just thrilled about it. So let us know you're going to be here. I don't know when they open up the hotel, about six months out to get reservations, I think, or maybe I for no members, and maybe six months, and for non members, maybe it's three months. So the hotel, the casitas, the villas, and that's a probably a not as busy weekend, which is why why they offered it to us. So mm-hmm. there is space available. So it's kind of right before spring break really kicks in for yeah. a lot of people. So it's a perfect weekend for people to be able to stay here on property. So book your time, mark it on your calendars, let us know that you're coming. And get into Tristan's spreadsheet. <laughs> get into Tristan's spreadsheet. spreadsheet. <laughs> and who knows what else, babe? Mm-hmm. Who knows what else? Yep. So I think that's it. I think that is it. That's it for us. Let's wrap this up. Yes. Let's go. What a great episode. Hey, let's take a shower and go meet our friends for dinner. And then. What a great idea. Yeah. And go and dance. Go dance. Yeah. Let's go dance at the dance club. And mm-hmm. get our Friday night at Cali on. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we will catch you guys later at episode 50. Mm-hmm. We'll be live. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you then. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Love this episode of the Accidental Swingers. Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.